Welcome to Lit Poetry, the podcast where we go on a journey of discovery, reading, analyzing, and discussing great poetry from around the world. Poetry is worth it because the reading and writing of poetry is a revolutionary act that has the potential to transform both the reader and our world. Welcome to the Lit Poetry Podcast Season 1. I'm James Laidler, Australian poet, writer and your host. In today's podcast, we'll be entering the Indigenous world of a rather suffocating dream time. A world where a once whole and majestic eucalyptus tree finds itself struggling for life in a squalid sea of suburban sprawl. Welcome to a discussion of the poem Municipal Gum by Indigenous Australian poet Ujuru Nunakul. With its haunting cry for solidarity with a lonely tree, this poem is powerful and goes right to the colonised heart of our shared human history. It is a poem that somehow manages to take generations of suffering and to distill it all down into a singular but poignant image of a gum tree, an image that has the ability to put down deep roots in your imagination. These are roots that, once they are implanted in your mind, can grow tendrils down to your very heart and turn your limbs into branches capable of reaching out to change our world. So let the planting of seed begin. May I present you with Municipal Gum by Ujuru Nunakul. Municipal Gum by Ujuru Nunakul. Gum tree in the city street, hard bitumen around your feet. Rather, you should be in the cool world of leafy forest halls and wild bird calls. Here you seems to me like that poor cart horse castrated, broken, a thing wrong, strapped and buckled, its hell prolonged whose hung head and listless mien express its hopelessness. Municipal gum, it is dolorous to see you thus, set in your black grass of bitumen. Oh, fellow citizen, what have they done to us? So I want to begin this podcast by talking a little bit about historical context. Nunakal was born in 1920 and began writing poetry in the 1950s under her married name of Kath Walker. It wasn't until later in her life that she changed her name. Importantly, this occurred in 1987 and coincided with Nunakal's politically charged announcement that she would return her MBE, her member of the British Empire, 
awarded to her in 1970 in protest over the Australian government's intention to celebrate the 1987 Australian Bicentenary, which she described as 200 years of sheer, unadulterated humiliation of Aboriginal people. Her Indigenous surname, Noonuckle, is taken from the Noonuckle tribe of Stradbroke Island, located off the coast of Queensland, Australia, from which she is a descendant. While her first name, Ujuru, is an Indigenous word for paperbark tree, a fitting name for someone so gifted at putting pen to paper. A lifetime activist for Indigenous rights, Noonuckle began writing poetry to give a voice to the disenfranchised and the dispossessed Aboriginal people of Australia, and her political poems drew much-needed attention throughout the civil rights movement of the 1960s, all the way up until her death in 1993. In one interview, Noonuckle explained that whenever she encountered a story of abuse or injustice regarding her people, she would simply go home and write a poem about it. Ujuru Noonuckle is Australia's first ever Indigenous poet to have her work published, and she has won many literary prizes throughout her career. She produced five collections of poetry and prose, and her popular collection of poems, We Are Going, released in 1964, made her the highest-selling poet in Australia at that time, alongside C.J. Dennis. Critics' responses to this collection, however, were mixed, but unfairly so, with some unbelievably questioning whether Ujuru, as an Aboriginal person, could really have written it herself. Such was the racism present in Australia throughout that period. Nevertheless, Despite the many obstacles in her way, Noonuckle was able to successfully convey her pride in her Aboriginality to the broadest possible audience and to popularise Indigenous rights through her career. The poem Municipal Gum is an excellent example of what her work has to offer. In Municipal Gum, Ujuru Nunakal explores themes of subjugation, displacement and injustice. The poem's tone is sorrowful as the speaker delves into the pain and anguish of a lone gum tree, fighting for its life and its dignity in an oppressive urban landscape. The sense of solidarity that the speaker seems to create by striking up a kind of conversation with the tree imbues the poem with a sense of gravitas. Noonuckle uses personification to imbue the tree with human-like qualities. But this should not be surprising because this approach is in keeping with Aboriginal spirituality, a system of understanding about the world which sees Aboriginal people as being deeply connected to the land as an extension of themselves. Hence, we must remember that the poetic personification label here is itself very much a Western literary concept. That may not apply to this poem in quite the same way as it traditionally is understood to function. For Noonuckle, her use of personification may be less a poetic device and more a poetic reality, which is a fascinating idea indeed. 
Overall, Municipal Gun by Ujiru Nunakal is a simple, moving poem that uses the extended metaphor of a gum tree to speak of the parallel treatment of Aboriginal peoples in Australia. In terms of its structure, Municipal Gum is a 16-line poem that is contained within one block of text. The lines follow an uneven and irregular rhyme scheme. Added to this, some of the rhymes in the poem are in fact imperfect half-rhymes rather than full rhymes. Combined, the irregular rhyme scheme, half-rhymes, in addition to the uneven use of metre, helps to support and reinforce the central message of the poem. Namely, the fact that the lives of Aboriginal people have been messed up by white colonisation. And this reality is reflected in the disorder and subtle confusion of the poem's structure itself. As such, harmonious rhymes and rhythms do not have a place in a poem like this one. But what about other poetic techniques? Well, metaphors also make a strong impression on this poem. A metaphor is a figure of speech that... For rhetorical effect, it directly refers to one thing in terms of another. And in this way, a metaphor may provide clarity or identify hidden similarities between two ideas. By using this poetic technique to metaphorically cast Indigenous people as a gum tree, Nunakal is implying that the Aboriginal speaker of the poem, and all those of Aboriginal descent for that matter, people displaced from their homes and left to suffer in an alien culture, are like a gum tree trapped and broken in the suffocating bitumen of a local municipality, town or urbanised area. This metaphor powerfully captures the hopelessness of the situation and the powerlessness being experienced as well. There is also a secondary metaphor later in the poem when the cart horse is used as a metaphor for the tree and therefore for the speaker as well. The cart horse, of course, is a beast of burden, condemned to obey its master. Another poetic technique that makes an appearance in the poem is enjambment. Enjambment occurs when a line is cut off before its natural stopping point, usually at the end of a line of verse. And as such, enjambment forces the reader's eye down to the next line quickly. One has to move forward in order to comfortably resolve a phrase or sentence. There are examples throughout the poem, and in general, the enjambment in this poem serves to reinforce the oppressive atmosphere of the poem, especially in the long middle section from the words hear you to the word hopelessness. The oppression being experienced is just rolling on and on and on without any real hope of it ever ending, mirroring the lines that are rolling down the page at the same time. The sounds of the words in this poem are also effectively used as an extension of the poem's tone, with guttural noises and consonants denoting negative elements within the poem. For example, the section of the poem that compares the gum tree to an abused draught animal makes special use of these techniques. Listen to the percussive and sonically strong use of P, C, D and S's here in this line like that poor cart horse castrated, broken, a thing wronged, strapped and buckled, 
it's hell prolonged. In addition to this, a word like bitumen is used and it has a particularly harsh and grating tone. This word hints at the bitterness experienced by a subjugated people with its hard B and T sounds. On the other end of the scale, however, the ideal world lost to Indigenous people, the cool world of leafy forest halls, makes more use of assonance with its rich O's and A sounds, invoking a sense of sadness about the loss of Indigenous Australian life and habitat. And finally, coming back to the personification mentioned earlier in the poem, its use becomes crystal clear when the speaker says it's dolorous, which means saddening, to see you thus. The speaker here believes that Indigenous Australians, like the gum tree, face the same sadness, and hence the rhetorical question, what have they done to us? Added to this, there is a sense of hopelessness at the loss of their traditional way of life and culture. In the line, O Fellow Citizen, Ujuru gives the tree citizenship status, reflecting the Aboriginal belief that all living things and the land around us deserve respect and emancipation. Municipal Gum is a haunting yet musically compelling poem that draws the reader into the very sad, oppressive conditions experienced by colonised people and their land. It is a poem capable of waking people up from their apathy when it comes to Indigenous history and Indigenous rights. It's a poem that deserves to be planted at the heart of the Australian national psyche, where it can put down its stubborn roots and grow. Now it's time for me to sign off for this week. This week I was scheduled to interview the poet Carly J. Metcalf about her poem Lady Lazarus, published last year in the anthology Growing Up Disabled in Australia. Unfortunately, Carly was too unwell to talk with us this week, so hopefully we'll be able to talk with her next week. Now I want to leave you with a little update. In two more episodes, we'll reach 20 episodes for the first season, at which point we'll be taking a short break and preparing for season two in the second half of the year. In season two, we're planning to have many more interviews with poets and notable figures in the community. It should make for excellent listening. And for our non-poem writing guests, we'll be asking them to choose their favourite poem for us to make into a music video version. This poem will then be used as a springboard for discussion when we finally have a chat. Anyway, until next week, thanks for tuning in, and we really thank you for all your ongoing support. If you like the show, we would really encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. I'll see you next time. Municipal Gun by Ujuru Nunakal. Gum tree in the city street, hard bitumen around your feet. Rather, you should be in the cool world of leafy forest halls and wild bird calls. Here you seems to me like that poor cart horse castrated, broken, a thing wrong, strapped and buckled 
its hell prolonged. Whose hung head and listless mien express its hopelessness. Municipal gum, it is dolorous to see you thus, set in your black grass of bitumen. Oh, fellow citizen, what have they done to us? You've been listening to the Lit Poetry Podcast, presented by James Laidler. For more podcasts, poetry videos, and other useful resources, visit our website at www.litpoetry.com. Thanks for listening.